<laughs> Dr. Nick the King, man. How are we doing, brother? I'm good, man. How are you? I always like, so people, I don't tell people this. I just hop on. I just hit record. And then it's, it's like, <laughs> but, but it's more candid that way, you know? Yeah, you just, just keep it live. Keep it real. Yeah, exactly. Keep it live. Keep it real. I knew you'd be a fan of that because I know, I mean, wait, where, where are you right now, man? I'm, I'm at my house, actually. How yeah, far? Yeah, yeah. Wait, so, so you're working in Jersey City, Limitless Dental, now practice yep. owner. You're, are we at a full 12 months now? No, 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 no. We were, we've, are, wow. Yeah, it went really fast. So I think the last week of August was the first week I was open. I think it was. So we're like five, five, six months at this point. That Really? That's it? I thought you were going on like at least nine, ten. I, I wish, uh, but no, no, man. Like it, it just took a while to open the open the doors. Obviously, so I, I think it was last week of August. I think was the first first week we were open. Outstanding. I mean, you were marking that for a while. You've been open for over six months now. You're killing it. How's everything going? It's good, man. It's good. Um, you know, we're 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 growing. We're growing fast. You know, we're almost ready to open up a fourth day. We're about to bring a hygienist on full time already. Uh, building out. The surgical suite, uh, which is room five, and then six and seven, we're bu uh, building out the cabinetry. Uh, so we're just about ready, you know, to have a full operating kind of office. Outstanding. I mean, you're taking yeah. the steps that we all dream of doing someday. That's yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not cheap, man. Um, you know, I'm I, I invest a lot into marketing. Um, you know, obviously with the social media, it helps tremendously. Um, but you know, I got some big things with Progressive Dental Implant Marketing coming up. You know, that's a very hefty price tag. And then I'm also doing something mailers. And I also just identity marketing actually does my generic marketing. So like, you know, I have three different companies. I'm always kind of looking for the next step, but it's not cheap, the monthly expense, but the growth is is there. So worth it. Right. Oh, of course. Of course. What's what was it? The identity so, marketing? So identity marketing is who did my website initially and who I've been with the longest. Um they do my like new patient marketing, Google, Facebook ads, that sort mm -hmm. of stuff. Um, but they are more, in my opinion, they're more for new patient growth. They're really not, you know, I, or at least I haven't utilized like their cosmetic and implant sort of route. Because once you start doing that, you're talking, you know, what they wanted really big monthly figures, right? And like, you know, in terms of the research I've done, um, they've been great. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think they have the specialized kind of niche to go for, like, let's say the implant marketing is that that takes a different sort of beast, a different sort of website, a different sort of, you know, um, operations systems throughout the office. Right. And like a lot of what they want to do, they're like, Hey, we'll put the money towards it, but you have to do everything else. Right. And I was like, I kind of want a company that helps me with the videos, helps me with the systems for the front desk helps me with, you know, the financing options and, you know, being able to have all these different yep. capabilities. So the progressive marketing, uh, in my opinion, from what I've saw, I have some friends who use them with great success. I have friends who went from one arch to 30 arches literally within like three or four months. Right. So wow. it's just like, yeah, if you're willing to put the money in, they have the systems, they've been doing it for a while. You know, they, from what I've heard, they've had some on and off sort of some people don't like them. Some people love them. Um, but my friends who I've known use them have only had great things. So like for me, they're actually coming out next month to do a three day marketing shoot at my office. And then about a month or two after is when we're going to start seeing the ads. So like, even though I just signed up with them where it's probably another two months until I start reaping the benefits of consults and people get, getting in the door. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And then you're still yeah. building out all the suites and everything. I mean, you got the office for that. That's going to be awesome. If they can do that, if they can deliver for you. Yeah. You really see that. Coming. That's going to be big. Yeah. Yeah. And if, you know, fortunately they be in my socials, right. They kind of know who I am. So like that kind of brings a little, a little more umph into these companies, which is kind of nice since I built myself into a position to do that. So like they, they seem to be taking, you know, very, very well, like, you know, handling me very well as, as are the other companies. Cause they kind of know, you know, if they do right by me, I have a platform that I can kind of promote them to everyone else. So it's, it's been a, a good two way streak. I've been, you know, very fortunate with, with the social media to kind of help that. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You got the, you got the, you got a fat base, you know, that follower base. I mean, you're, yeah. you're killing it there. And is that how you got in touch with Colgate? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Colgate was like an old one, man. Like I haven't, like, I haven't worked with Colgate in maybe like eight or nine months. Right. But like, you know, yeah. I have like, I, you know, I'm really, I'm with right now, my current brand deals, 
uh, Amex, you know, Laurel Road, uh, which is if those are other outside of dentistry. You know, I got something with Listerine coming up, uh, Sensodyne. I have a couple other ones, you know, and they, it kind of just like generally just kind of flows, right? Like when I do a post, I don't know if you saw my every period honest one from last week, right? Like that kind of one's going gangbusters is, you know, 15,000 shares, which is like kind of crazy because I'm not a good looking, you know, female and stuff like that. We kind of know how that goes, right? There's kind of a, there's That's a thing true. that goes with that. People don't want to mention it, but like, you know, you, ha- you got to either be a very good looking person who's showing off their, whatever their goods, or you have to have quality content or you have to be funny. You have to pick a lane. Right. And like, for me, yeah. the comedy is kind of what kind of got me these sort of things. And it's harder to kind of go that route than just being like the kind of niche, you know, the eight second with the music over it. I'm not really a, a fan of those ones. I don't think it's original. A lot of that content is copying one other's one other person's yeah. joke. Then yeah. another person does the same thing. Then all of a sudden everyone goes viral and like, that's not, none of my posts are like that. So they're a little bit more unique, but that puts me in a position I'm unlike any other kind of influencer in this field, because I can get demand 10 to $15,000 per post. Um, and like, not, yeah, I, and I'm getting it. So like, I'm, I'm very happy with what I'm doing with that. Yeah. It's a little bit harder to make the content I do post. Yeah. Amex was 15,500 per post when I was getting for Amex and I did, I did three or four with them. Yeah. And you know, that's, is everyone giving me that? No. Right. But like, I would say the, the, the lease I'm taking is probably nine grand, you know, and it's like, oh, yeah. if it's with, with the company I want to work with, AKA a big name dental company who has good products, you know, I'll lower myself a little bit, but again, man, I'm very busy right now with like the office and with everything else. It's like, they have to pay for my time. So like, you of know, course. it takes, you know, how long does it take this content, man? It can take me a full day to just record it. Then my editor takes two weeks to film, to cut it up man and then it's like oh, posting yeah. it and then edits back and forth like you know when i signed with amex it took six months before i even released the first piece of content so it's just like of course it's going to cost that much money i've sent 150 emails with these people to, ju- to just approve the first piece and it's just like it's it's crazy it is it's but, kind of ridiculous and then your hands are tied right because yep they're really tweaking that the way they want it that's a lot of time yeah i mean it's, it's yeah you, you know, they're getting it, it's Good amount of money for sure, but like, you know, for someone like them, they have full creative control over it, really. Like, I didn't really have to, they told me I had to take out music, and I'm like, take out music? Like, what do you expect? So, like, I don't know if you saw like two of my Amex posts, no music on them. Yeah. And it's just like, how do you expect me to go viral if I'm doing something like that? And that's what they're looking for, right? So, it's just like, it all depends. It was great working with them, don't get me wrong, and I would in the future, but again, it all kind of depends on what company you're kind of working with, like, how much creative control you got. Yeah, 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 they they want to keep it in their box. You know, it's funny because with students of dentistry, we were trying to help out one of those. I don't, I'm not gonna say who, but like one of the DAT prep courses and stuff. And we're like, yeah, we'll give you two podcasts, right? We'll separate mm-hmm. it by three months in the prime time of pre dental studying years, right? Of a yep. month of the year, right? We will, we'll get you, we'll get you some featured posts. We'll get you up on the story. We'll really push and promote your brand. And mm-hmm. you know, we're like, we want, we want $500 for it. And we want you to invest in our pre-net mentor map for the future. So we could get you on there. It's going to feed you more benefits. And they're mm-hmm. like, no, 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 300, 300. And mm-hmm. now it's coming down. Look, we're not asking you for $5,000 when our account yeah. is 116, you know? Uh-huh. And I don't know. I don't, that really rubbed me the wrong way. So we kind of, it's, um, I, you gotta I pay think for what's worth, you got to compensate yeah. what the time Yeah, is. I mean, think Nick, how many, how many years have you been on social media? Honestly, dude, I've, I've been doing it since like my last year, like a, a resident, I think last year of dental school at this point, that's when I started. That's like, that's like nine, eight, eight, nine years ago at this point. So like, eight, I've, nine, it's a decade of work. You put yeah. work. Yep. Yep. And like, you know, I, again, I've taken a lot of time off here and there from posting, you know, I've gone points where I've been six weeks between posts. Is that the greatest way to grow? Absolutely not. Right. If I was on it from day one and I was doing what the kids are doing these days, cause they want to be dental influencers instead of dentists, I probably would have a million followers at this point. Right. But like, I never did that, man. I was like, I was like, I'm going to go to a C course instead and spend money at Coise. And then I'm not going to post because I'm going to do focus on that. Right. What unfortunately the fastest growing field in dentistry right now is dental influencing. And there is studies out there that are people are talking about this now. It's unfortunate, but people don't want to be a dentist. They want to have the name of a dentist and then just sell themselves on social media. And that is what's happening. It is I'm seeing it all all the time. It's very unfortunate. It's it's law. It's it's not just dentistry. 
Exactly. I, what I don't Dr. Mike? specify that. Dr. Mike. Dr. Mike. He's... He was a very elusive person to kind of – he was very lucky, right? He hit it at a time when he they, someone posted a photo of him in a de, in a operatory or whatever what medical calls it compared to us. Yeah, but yeah, they're yeah. like, who's this, who's this hot doctor, right? And then all of a sudden he hit it. He got really lucky, went on BuzzFeed. Again, he kind of stepped into kind of shit. Like I don't think he was like posting the dancing videos in the beginning like a lot of people no. are trying to do. He just got it at a time right before social media stuff was getting viral with medical and dental influencers. And, yep. you know, now that's all he does. And uh, good for him. That's what he does. So I couldn't agree more. You know, he really hit it prime time. You know, he hit the sweet spot of the baseball bat to hit home run. I mean, he's a very yeah. good looking doctor. We can all agree, right? Mm -hmm. But that was at a time where you only had to post a picture on Instagram yeah, boom, home run, grand slam, you're off to the and races. Now he's dude, sponsored by Audemars, he's sponsored by Paddock. Crazy. I can't like, so, and like, it was funny because like he started probably two years right before I started posting. And when I started, or maybe a year and a half or so, it was very close, right? And I saw kind of the residual of, just post a photo in your scrubs and I get 5,000 followers overnight. And I was like, what the hell is this? But that's when I first started. So the first year, dude, I went from 500 followers to 25,000 in a year, right? And like, and I wasn't even really trying. I was still in school. I had no good content. I was literally just posting photos of me in scrubs. And that's all I was doing. But like, again, like I felt the residual just because of him. And like, at the time I, I was talking to PR people and they're like, we're going to position you like Dr. Mike, right? Like we're going to do exactly like, but you're going to be the dentist version of him. And I was like, oh, this sounds awesome. How much? And they're like, it's going to be like $10,000 a month in PR. I was like, I'm still in school. I can't afford that. <laughs> but you can see how it kind of like the trend is evolving now. Unfortunately, it's like a lot more show than it is due. Um, yeah. I think that's kind of unfortunate. I know a lot of names in dentistry who are promote themselves as experts, as, you know, these innovators, their first or second year graduates. It's like no one is an expert in dentistry within five years out. I am yep. sorry. Like I'm, I'm seven years out and I don't consider myself an expert at a lot of these things, but they're branding themselves as experts and people are going to suffer from it. Unfortunately, in the future, we're going to, the good dentistry is still going to have its place. Don't get me wrong. But that's my soapbox rant. I'll stop right now. I'm just no, saying no, that it's like no, bothering, hey, bothering This me. is a huge combo. <laughs> Nick, this is a huge combo. And I completely agree. You know, but the thing is, the one thing is though, I see this becoming a trend because so what well, first of all, I gotta make a joke. You were probably so wait, married now <laughs> still in, in engagement? Engaged. I just I just got engaged last week or two weeks and two weekends. Just, yeah, ago. I was gonna say, I saw that. Yeah. I didn't know that was like congratulations. Thank you, man. Thank you. Oh, Very excited. Mental practice, engaged. I got a house too. We built like we did a house. We had this. We did we did too many things at once. I'm Next driving thing a you know, you're going to because of it. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So I got it. Wait, so so absolutely. Congratulations. Some huge Thank moves you, this year, 2023, 2024. That. You're crushing yeah. it. But yeah, I was just, I just wanted to make a joke because I know I make the videos and stuff, throw, throw the, throw the music on the background. You're probably today. You're probably like, yeah, I'm going to get on with this kid who thinks he's going to be something, something on social media. <laughs> no, Dude, I but, have all respect for the grind. You're grinding like a different way. Like I, you're not the, like, when I see like these, like the social media, like there's specific people. I think you kind of know the vibe that I'm talking about. You actually are looking for information and dragging and like giving good content out there not just superficial sort of stuff. Right. I think oh, that sure. you yeah. actually have something that people are going to want to listen. You're trying to educate people, which is tremendous. Right. So like, that's what kudos to you. I, I think it's a good way of doing it. It's not just like a, the superficial way. I think you know what I'm talking. Like everyone kind of yeah. sees oh, it these and, days. And I know who you were talking about too. Whether less than five years out, and ex experts already. But but no, dude. When I make it, it's different because when I'm making a video, video, I'm leaving the hospital. I'm literally walking from the hospital to my apartment. I make the Scrub salon, video. baby. Scrub salon. Just got to work. <laughs> you know, you, you know how it goes. It's exactly what it is. Yep. We're not we're not really we're not fooling around. But what I wanted to say was. You look at some of these content creators, kind of create, you know, these influence. You're right; they're not doing it to be real dentists; they're doing it to be influencers. But the mm -hmm. way I see this panning out is, look, they're. You look at 99% of them; they're not true entrepreneurs. They're not business owners like you are. You're making yep. your content from scratch. You're getting the help of your brother, which is outstanding and stuff. Mm -hmm. But like a lot of these people, they're doing it so they could get that deal on DAT booster, that 10% off. Like, come on, you're trying yep. to get the free fig scrubs. That's not true entrepreneurism. You're not, mm -hmm. I, I know what you mean by dentistry. I don't want to bash people too much, but like 
they're, they're trying, they're going for it. I respect the hustle, but let's look behind the, the curtain and look at really what's mm-hmm. going on for it. You're really setting yourself up. You're making yourself more vulnerable to the owner who's going to own you down the road. And you're not even going to have enough experience in dentistry to do the career you've been setting yourself up to do. So it's unfortunately it can be scary for them. So this is more of mm-hmm. like, hey, just watch out. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm just like the, the thing that's like I've seen, I've even seen it myself, right? I get a ton of referrals from Instagram from other dentists, right? A ton, bro. I got people driving three hours so I can do a number eight immediate implant within a same day temp, right? Like I have I have that happening. And the reason why I have that happening is because even though a lot of my dentist my followers are dental professionals, right? I still have normal people, but the dental professionals who follow me, they don't just see like a random schmo. They see I'm a Coys graduate. They see I put a thousand hours of CE in the past seven years. They see I'm doing this and this. So like because my practice just opened, now I have people, a guy from Maryland who sent a random implant patient to me and he goes, oh, that dentist in Jersey City, I know him. He has his own office. He's good. Go to him. Never spoke to this dude ever before. It's happening happens all the time, dude. I have people Literally. referred from different states, but because Jersey City is a hotspot area, they know, oh, one of my patients is moving to Jersey City. I don't know any other dentist, but I do know this Dr. Nick, who's a Coist graduate, who's a good dude, who I, I think he does good work. And then they send him. And like, I don't even know the person. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I was referred from your buddy on socials. I'm like, I don't really know what you're talking about, but thank you. But like, <laughs> that's, uh, that's the kind of like vibe that I like is that like I have other professionals who are respecting me and sending patients their patients to me, right? It's not like absolutely. It's not like the the superficial, I'm a cosmetic expert. I'm two years out. I've only done one case, but I'll post it 37 times in different angles and different videos. So no one sees it. That is what they're doing. Like these people don't understand. Like they they take one case and they play it throughout a whole year. It's very not great. I don't think it's good for the profession. I think that it's going to ruin a lot of mouths, unfortunately. Um, so good dentistry is going to be a premium. And it, it still is a premium. Though, turkey, though, in some cases. But, but in Better. some, right? Like, it, it all kind of depends, man. I've, I've had a, a, a person who came from another Instagram dentist. They were trying to charge us $2,500 for a single veneer, right? And for me, they were only graduated two years out. I saw some of the work that they did. They're not sending to a high-end lab. It's just like, just because they had Instagram clout, they can charge that number and still send to a shitty place and not know how to prep a proper veneer. They don't even know mm. how to do like a champ. They don't know what they're doing. Right. And like, yeah. I'm sorry guys, like no matter how good a new dentist is two years out, three years out, four years out, you are still learning. I'm still learning. And like, they don't realize that. And they trick these people into paying big numbers. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's scary. That That's the only thing I'm going to say. It's a, it's scary. Yeah. No, that's, that's such a good point. That's actually, that's something I'm looking for. Probably number one is as I look for jobs, I graduate in less than a year and a half, June, 2025. Awesome. Trying to get a job. The number one thing I'm looking for is mentorship. I'm trying to find someone. And it's not like I want to be in your office. I want to be working with you. And you Mm -hmm. know, if if that's not an opportunity, then that's not really an opportunity I want I want because that it's exactly what you said. Even five years out, you're all even even twenty-five years out, you'll start you're still learning. Still learning, bro. You're still learning marketing, you're still learning the business aspect, how to run a team, bringing Mm -hmm. on new assistants, new players in, in the staff. So it's always something. Um, Always learn, especially with technology, dude, how fast it's changing. You know, like a dentist like me can be more experienced in the tech than a 25-year-old dentist, even though he probably knows more than me in terms of that. I know how to do the digital tech, and maybe that makes my treatment more predictable because now I have a workflow that is is easier and more predictable and systematic. Who knows? But again, there's still that baseline dentistry. There's hand skills, the stuff that you will not learn for a little bit of time, unfortunately. Oh, oh, that, oh yeah, oh yeah, and with the the rise of AI, dentistry is still relatively well protected. There's no yeah. hardware AI taking over; it's still software. Yeah, and like that's the thing that's good about dentistry. Your hand, our hands are always going to be needed. Like it's there is no robot coming in to do a drill and fill. Not in our lifetimes. I don't think that's gonna that's gonna happen. But no. again, maybe assisted, guided, sure, like the, the the Yomi and the other sort of implant things. But again, those are so expensive. Well, They're two hundred thousand dollars or one fifty, whatever it is, just to get. It. I I'd rather extract it and place it myself. I think it's more fun. <laughs> like it's, I think fun. it's fun doing it. Faster. It's like yeah. what, what are we doing with it? It's gonna take you twenty five years to pay that back if you even use it. I, yep. I don't know. No, it doesn't make sense. Actually, you were you were just talking about how I want. I just wanted to retrace the steps real quick because yeah. I think it's a good point. You were just talking about how, say, in Maryland, the dentist knows you through Instagram, referred you because the patient was moving to Jersey. 
That's mm -hmm. B2B marketing. Have you been doing, I haven't checked out your LinkedIn much. Have you been doing any work there? Any content? Don't have, dude, I don't have a LinkedIn. I don't use it. Like, I mean, I never got into LinkedIn because when I was applying again, I'm not like I'm seven, seven or eight years out. Right. I never thought LinkedIn was a viable way to find a job in dentistry because dentistry is different. It's not a corporate field. I never wanted to work corporate. I always wanted to work for a private office. So I've worked for 14 private offices. Not one of them has been a corporate job. I didn't find any of them through LinkedIn. I found a majority of them via social media or mm -hmm. via Indeed, uh, uh, et cetera, et cetera, or via other people. So like my thought, and I know this is probably antiquated at this point, I always thought that I wasn't going to use Indeed because I wasn't looking for like one of those corporate jobs, right? These right. days, I know it's a little bit different, but at this point, I don't need to go that route, right? I built the social media now that like if I'm looking for an associate, I make a post about it and like I got a hundred resumes, right? Like I've already gotten 25 resumes for my story from yesterday. It's 25 resumes, right? Like, and I've had people have been messaging me for years asking about this and I've been like, Hey, I'm not ready. I don't even have an office. Like what the heck? So like for me, I, I managed a way to do it. That is not via, you know, yeah, that essentially. Ah, uh, so, no, but that's great though. That is great. Hey, real quick. Just what, moving what, a little bit the sun. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that that's excellent. I have been using LinkedIn a bit because using Indeed, they want your resume, right? Yes. My social media is my resume. I'm not mm -hmm. shaking my butt on TikTok or in, on Instagram. You know what I mean? Like, like yes. this is all professional stuff. Like, yeah, I'm with my mm -hmm. family. I'm with my friends on their birthday. So, so I don't know. It, it's, it's pretty cool because LinkedIn is like in the Facebook phases of 2010, 2012. Yep. So you put out education on that, but, but good for B2B marketing. You don't need it, but what were you going to say? There, there's, so there's even like, uh, like LinkedIn influencers now, right? There's people who are getting paid for doing that. And like, you know, I, I, I'm friends with a lot of people in dentistry who have their hands in many pots. Right. And like, you know, the influencer, the dental influencer, like I was saying before, is the fastest growing way. And there's multiple avenues to do that. You can be a TikTok one. You can be an Instagram one. You can be a LinkedIn one now. Like, that is the thing. Or you can be a Facebook one now. Facebook one, you can just comment in these big dental Facebook. Again, like they're, it's all money. We are not seeing it. Some of these Facebook groups that have $60,000 like a dentist in it, you think they're not making money from this, guys? Like they yeah. are making m money. They're making money if they know how to properly sell to other dentists, right? So there's like all these different routes that you can take. Not one is going to work for every single person. Like I have a personality, so I like being social out like that, but yes. other people might not want to do that. They might want to be a little more professional, send a resume and see how that works. Again, it's, it's different, different ways. hundred percent. I've been trying to spread my wings on all the platforms <laughs> within reason, right? Like Snapchat, the, the, more, like the more, the better, man, <laughs> the more, the better. If you, if you can, you know, if you can manage your time, right. And like, for me, like, I don't have like the mental capacity. Like right now I like, like, being in front of the camera. I like working with patients. I don't like yeah. for me and I'm doing all that back end and stuff myself, unfortunately, like all the posting and all that. So like, you got to really love to do that. I don't really love to do that. I would rather like someone film me, do all the videos and then post it for me and get it. Sure. That that's going to work, but adding like all of it in line, mm -hmm. it's, it's difficult for a lot of people to do. It is. It is. Yeah. I, I, I figured out a system where like I converted into the, just the video without the tag, put into audio. Are, you can transfer. Are you doing like? Are you using like AI captions now for like you know like um, talking head videos and etc. Are you are you getting into any of that? Actually, I I do everything myself, all of it except for the LinkedIn posts. I use ChatGPT okay. to organize where I'll be like like today. Like most of them are like, give me the what's the difference between a desmoplastic glioblastoma from a canthot you know and it can't okay. this one or, or whatever. Or like today I was, I was like, you mentioned this, I think it was a year ago about dental mm -hmm. insurance companies, not raising reimbursement rates. So I yeah. put out a LinkedIn article where it's like, if dental insurance has matched the increase of inflation rates since mm -hmm. 1960, what would be the maximum benefits of dental insurance policies in 2021 or today? And I put that out and you get some pretty phenomenal information on it. And you know, yeah. something we do, and then I'll just talk, I'll just read it out onto the podcast. So, so yeah, I'm using ChatGPT. That that platform too. If you're not using ChatGPT, Nick, just mm -hmm. check it out. Figure I, out something. I've, I've, I've looked at it, right? It's just like I don't know. It's just like it's so. I know, I know. I feel it. It can definitely help a lot with with time saving for sure. I don't know. I don't know where. I don't know where it's gonna. But like, just you have a question, type it in. Just see what it says. Like for your own mm -hmm. benefits, because it might not be what it gives you now, but in three years from now, 
when ChatGPT literally has three plugins, you're going to know mm -hmm. how to use them, like whatever it is, you know, just my bit. So wait, I want to get back into dental practices because I, I don't know if you saw, I had Ben Kim on the knee yeah. dental from, from a few weeks ago. Yeah, I saw, I saw. I know when he was in Manhattan, he saw you too. You guys were hanging yeah. out. Yeah, Next he came visit. He comes, we all got to come get together. Let's let's do have, absolutely. How did you come up with, so yeah, that's what I wanted to get to, the dental practices from top to bottom, just maybe a couple pieces in the last few minutes here. How did you yeah. come up with Limitless Dental? So, you know, when I, so the marketing company, I use identity marketing, right? Like I, you know, there's a couple different ways you can name your practice, right? An egocentric way, which would be naming it after yourself. That's old school. In my opinion, I don't think anyone should be naming it after themselves anymore. I think if you want to be an entrepreneur and sell your office, no one's going to want to buy Dr. CRDLO office. You know what I mean? It's not a great last name. I know I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not Apple. It's not four letters. It's not five letters. It's 12 letters or whatever it is. <laughs> I, I, I just think it, it's super old school thought, right? So, yeah. so again, it's like, do you name it based off your city? Do you name it based off your, your, your name? Or do you just make a, you know, just an idea, right? And Concept, for me, yeah. exactly. I didn't want to name it after Jersey City because there's a thousand Jersey City dentals. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to name it after myself because I want to position myself to be able to sell this at some point in my lifetime, right? So then it's, conceptual so we have to make a, a conception what are we going to do you know that took a minute to kind of get an idea in my head of what my personality was because my personality is more non-stop we're keep going we're keep driving i just keep grinding it out so like limits limitless like that's when these names just start coming and my marketing agency helped me with this for sure they gave me a couple 10 or 15 names that they thought was my personality. You know, I was between unlimited and uh, un dentistry unlimited and limitless. Mm. I initially chose unlimited and I was like, Oh God. And like, I had like a last minute thing where I was like, no, no, never mind. Let's do limitless. And like, that's where kind of the name, I think it should represent a, a something about you or your practice or what you're going for. And I think a lot of people have branded me on like even social media. They know like I have a drive that's a little bit different. I, I'm like one of those mentalities that keeps going. So I think the limitless name kind of just worked with my personality and, you know, my brand on socials already. And I, yeah, and that, that's pretty much what I went. I, I just, again, like I said, I don't believe yeah. in naming the egocentric name centric anymore. It just makes no sense. Right, to right. To be honest right. with you. I didn't I don't have pre print questions, but I have some like serious no. questions for you yeah. for other business owners and and, and starters and, 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 and including myself, uh yeah. not this like like dental office. But what's one of the challenges that you faced like starting out your practice in the last let's say a year, right? Because the idea started probably a year ago. Over a oh, year ago. Dude, right? it's been two and a half, two and a half years. A What's been a years. challenge you couldn't predict though? You didn't see coming and it happened to be the biggest speed bump in your path up until now. Yeah. Well, you know? like, there, there's, there's been like, I think I can write a book on this because like whoever <laughs> knows me, like I've been through, I, like I know everyone's been through a lot of shit to open up their offices. Like everyone has their own battles and like, I don't know what those are, but like what I had was a very unusual circumstances and what has happened. Right. Like I signed the, the lease for this office two and a half years ago. Right. Um, seven months after I signed it was when I was supposed to get to location on um, the night of my birthday, which was a Saturday. I'm at the Yankees game with my parents and my friends. I was supposed to get the office on Monday to begin construction. I was sent an email via my uh, landlord who said, we won't be getting the office. You won't be getting the office on Monday because we lost an eviction court to the existing tenants. And I was like, I signed the lease seven months ago and you said I was getting it. Why haven't you told me that you're in eviction court? Right. And they were in eviction court for all those seven months. They didn't tell me. So Is that I, a don't get this, I thought I could. I talked to my lawyers. I'm like, what the, what the F? Like, come on, guys. So all of a sudden, my $9,000 lawyer bill turns to $25,000 just because of the months of this was continuing. Month after month, we don't know what they're doing. I already paid them my first and last months. My security, I've already had my malpractice. I had everything set up for this place that it took about 10 months to get those people out. And I had no recourse. I'm sitting there. What do I do? Do I look for a new office? Do I go down the street? It is not hard to find. It is not easy to find um, properties in Jersey city. It is a oh. city and, and especially with what I was looking for. Right. So do I go to a suburbia now? Like, even though I, I was planning to do this because my, whatever, that was like the hardest thing. And then, you know, zoom out a, 
year and a half later, now two and a half years since I literally signed my lease is when I actually opened my doors. And that is just one of the issues, man. A lot. The other big issue is my address. I've had four different addresses since I signed the lease from day one. I've been not been getting mail. I have over $100,000 in outstanding insurance checks that I have not received because of the address. My address wasn't registered with the city. So all my letters have been sent to different places. I've, every time there's a new person who does my route, we lose our insurance for two or three weeks because no one knows where the heck to deliver it. Okay. I've even set up a PO box. Nothing has been getting sent. Oh, my PO boxes. There's no real address associated with my location. And you're like, Nick, why did you change your address? Well, I didn't. The building did. They changed it on me four times. And by the four, yes. And and this was before my doors were open, right? And they were just sending me amendments. Like, yo, we're going to change this now because we're changing this. And I'm like, okay. I never thought this was going to be an issue. But when they haven't filed this address change with the city, no one knows that you have a new address. And they didn't do any of this stuff. So this new address just didn't exist. There was no, literally, you couldn't even, if you go online right now and try to do a, a forwarding address, it will say 314 Coles address doesn't exist, okay? So like, I, I can't even do that. Even when I was doing my Google, right? Yeah. The address yeah. didn't exist. How could I verify my Google? It took six months to verify my Google and it was a pain in the ass. I had to pull strings everywhere to be able to do that. So like, again, that's oh, another issue that I've had. Unbelievable, man. I'm still having issues with it. You know, I've been fortunate enough that we're averaging probably 120, 120,000 a month in production, right? On two Amazing. and a half days a week. We're doing Amazing. great. And this has been since month one. We've been crushing it, man. And like, I'm very fortunate, but I'm not receiving these checks. Where am I? It's just like, it's very frustrating. We don't know where the checks are. We've had a call. When we call them, you have to wait 90 days to ask for your, for another, a rewrite a new check. So then it's like, well, okay, but where's this check going now? Why not do EFTs? Okay, EFTs take three to five percent, right? I do not. I'm in new business. I can't afford taking three to five percent of all my paychecks right now when I'm trying to build the office. So that's why I didn't do EFTs. I'm doing some EFTs now, but again, ongoing issue. I'm still having issues with it not getting mail. It, it, it's brutal. This is unbelievable. Just Who crazy wait, man? Do you own the building, the office? Who keeps changing his address? So, so I, the, I. I'm in, yes, I'm in a, uh, and sorry, I, I had like a delivery coming in two minutes. I just have to go grab it, but I'll be right back. But well, what I'm trying to say is, uh, what'd you say? I'm sorry. I just got kind of was looking at the map. Oh yeah, yeah. All good. All good. So you're renting this place, right? You don't own yes. it. Yes. It's the landlord yes. of the building who keeps bopping back, bopping back and forth, like ping pong with the addresses. Yep. So the building that I'm in is a very high end rental apartment building, right? Like I would say the minimum, uh, like the oh. cheapest single bedroom is probably thirty four, thirty five hundred. It's like not cheap, right? My it's a great. If you see, so yeah, get a studio. The studio is like three grand too, man. It's like crazy. It's twenty nine. It's a crazy man. Like I can't believe. Like it's like well, people will pay it. Unfortunately. I'm drowning. Um, but, I'm drowning, Nick. I'm drowning. <laughs> Soon enough, man. Only a year or two until you're actually making money. But um, so I'm leasing. Um, unfortunately, amongst all the contract negotiations, I've been through three different managing companies with my building. Okay, so every time there's a new management company, there's a new issue, right? There's a new someone didn't cor like correlate the info from the first company to the second one. I have to re-explain myself. Then I have to re-talk about the issues that this building has been have with me, how, et cetera, et cetera. So like, that is another thing that like management companies for the business matter, right? Like I wish I could own, but when you open an office in a city, it is extremely hard to be able to buy the property and be able to afford it as a new dentist. So you have to look for, you have to look for leases. Leases will give you TIs. I got a good amount of TI. Okay. I got 104,000 that helped me with my build out. Right. Whereas mm -hmm. if you were to buy your place, there's no TI, there's no one coming to save you with that. Right. So that's uh -huh. a different, a different thing you got to think about. You're going to own your building. Sounds great but you also own all the issues with it. Whereas at least some of my issues I can push off to them, even though they have not been great, but the TI did help tremendously in the beginning. We're talking, you know, 1.2 million I had to put in this build, right? If I yeah. had to buy the building too, that's probably another million dollars on top because I'm least, in a prime location. So it's just like, you got to start thinking about that, right? I signed a 10 year lease. I own the two five year extensions that are, fully on me. So technically I can have the place for 20 years if I want, you know, at this point, they're probably not going to sell it to another of uh, someone besides a dentist because it's outfitted for a dental office in a high end, high income area. It's just probably gonna be a dental office for the rest of their career. So that was some, 
you know, kind of negotiations, I was able to kind of work in my favor just mm. because, you know, dentists are very, very good tenants to have. We like rarely default. So that's I'm something to think about best. too. Yeah. yeah we're some of the best. That. We're never going to default. So this is just something we have to think about too. Um, I would love, I'm looking for my next office to be able to buy the space, probably more towards uh, Jersey Shore. Uh, but, you know, in, in this, in the region, when you're talking to city, like you guys kind of just have to suck it up. I couldn't even trench, bro. They wouldn't even let me trench because no one could give me proper structural designs of what was underneath my space. No one had the designs. We were asking management company and management company. They're like, yeah, we'll send you something. I was like, well, we need to know so we can trench out our plumbing. Yeah. Um. So eventually it t- turned that we had to run it above. So like... <laughs> Not ideal, but give, give me one second. Let me just run and pick this up for a sec, okay? Right, I'm back. Sorry All about right. that. All right. <clears throat> Good stuff. Cool. Yeah, just just a few more minutes. I, I try and cap these yeah. out right around the 30 minutes. Um, and then, uh, you know, we could always do a part two. I think that would be no, pretty cool absolutely. to get, like, yeah. part twos once in a while. W- whatever you need, man. I, I When I get into, like, the rhythm of this, I, you can just shut me up. I just keep going because, like – it's just like so much of my life for the this past few years. It's yeah. like you get like, you know, yeah. this. this is your, this is your career going on here. And Every, oh my it's God. everything, man. It's all I wear. It's like, it's all I brand. I go to the gym. I go to a nice gym in Jersey city. I wear all my shit. I, I know it's just brand awareness. Where People are seeing it. So I go to base in Jersey city. It's kind of, it's kind of like, it's like an Equinox E type gym. Yeah. It's probably the nicest yeah. gym in Jersey city. But again, man, it's people see this. They'll come up to me and be like, yo, you're a dentist in Jersey city. I'm like, yeah. That's how you build awareness. You know, I make sure I'm around the community too, man. I'm going to certain places. I'm going to like, I'm going to places that I think that my clientele will be. I'm going to high-end gyms. I'm going to nice restaurants. You know, I'm going to the dog parks, like the dog park across the street. I'm going to like all these areas because like that just makes sense to me, to be honest with you. I know we weren't talking about that. I don't know where I went with that, but. <laughs> no, it's such a great, that's such a great point. Your marketing, you're, it, it's you. Like you it's, are the business. It, you got to be there. Unfortunately, yes. Um, I hope. What do you mean, unfortunately? Well, like, fortunately, yes. But like, if you were to ask someone, hey, when you're trying to sell the business, it can't be all about you, which I totally understand. You have to build it. So it's not that way. It's right now. It's all you, as it should be. Right? They're gonna look at. Oh, you work at Limitless Dentist? I passed that on my way to work, and you're like, yeah, yeah. You know, I bought it a year ago, and here we are. And like, oh, you're the dentist that worked. Boom, done. Sealed. New patient. Mm-hmm. before gym before so your your gym is near the closer to the office than home right yeah so i'm i'm about where i live i live in scotch plains now me and my girlfriend uh bought this home well fiance now i'm sorry we fiance yeah you gotta she's not I in know, the room I, is she? <laughs> I, I still find it weird saying the word fiance i'm like i don't know it sounds weird coming out of my <laughs> it's new but, uh, it's fresh it, it's new but uh we bought th- so we got this home back in february of last year um and it's about 30 minutes. If I wake up at 5 a.m., it's 30 minutes to get to the gym in Jersey City. If I leave at 6.30, it's in 80 to 90 minutes or so. So, like, it's very highly dependent. So, for me, I got I kept my gym membership there. Me and my uh, fiance wake up super early. We go work out there. I shower there. And then I get to the office a little bit earlier. But then I kind of do my work. And then I drive home. You know, just setting yourself up for success. Because, like, initially, I was working out the gym here. We would drive to the gym near my home. And then we'd have to drive back and shower and then we drive and then we'd hit traffic and then it would be like, yo, this is not going to be sustainable. Like we got to b- figure this out. It's a waste um, of time. hundred percent. Exactly. Like just tweaking routines, right. To be able to get the best one. And that's what kind of got me back on track was joining the gym up there, still being involved with events up there, making sure I'm up there all the time, you know, yep. just because I am a little bit of a distance some dentists don't like to live in the same city that they work. I get that. I'm not that person. I don't mind seeing the people at the gym, at work, like at the restaurant. I know I'm not doing shitty dentistry and I can be proud of it. Some, <laughs> some people, they they just don't want to be seen by their patients. I get that, man. But like, I'm not, I'm not mm. that type, unfortunately. Oh, no, no. Yeah. You want to wear your face. Yeah. No, that's, that's, it, I love that. That's how it's gotta be. It, right. So it's gotta be that way. I mean, and I'm all about that too. Just like I was saying, I make the video on the way or. Well, I'm putting a pause on it right now. Just like you said, sometimes you got to – dude, yeah. I got to be honest with you. I found that social media has given me so many more – it's done so much more good than bad. Yeah. Like literally no bad, but it puts a target on your head in the workplace, mm-hmm. the dental school, the residency. It, it it puts a target on your back because the majority of other people there aren't doing it. And it's – I don't know. There's there's a lot of friction and especially – I'm winding down my, my residency – 
here. I don't know. I just, I got to put a pause on it. We'll see where it goes. I'll focus it's, on LinkedIn and podcasts. I, it's like, I think like, I'll, uh, you know, when I'm hoping at some point to be able to hire people to do a lot of this stuff for me, right? Consider like a lot of the big names of next year, probably just paying for their marketing companies to do a lot of this stuff just because it takes a toll on you being around the social media, being around, if you're constantly on it and you're constantly looking, I mean, I know plenty of people have spoken about this before, but like, you can't compare yourself to social media people. You know, it might, my life might look sweet, but it's like, you know, it's, I'm just like everyone else. Everyone's just like everyone else, even though they're giving the illusion and being new in dentistry, it sucks. Cause you think you have to be like these, these experts, these cosmetic gods and these implant guys. It's like, Dude, these people work their asses off to be able to do these arches and be able to do this stuff. So like they didn't just like walk into it in their first year. They're like, well, why am I not like them? I'm like a new dentist. It's like, no, like these people work their asses off to get there. And like you just got to put in the effing work, man. That's that's all it's about. That's what it's about every day, every day. Yep. Speaking of work, so you you work out before work, ever after, or it's always before? You got to oh, get always, out of the way. Always before, man. I just, I do not understand how people do it before they, they go to bed. Like, I will be up all night. Like, I don't sleep as it is, but like, there's just something <laughs> about starting your day with the workout, man. Like, I don't, do you work out in the morning or night? I, I, I would prefer to work out in the morning. I work out right when I get out of work and then I cut it okay. off at eight. I can't start my workout after eight. I'll be up until 2 a.m. Just like you're you drinking said. like pre-workouts or anything that late no 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 no, no. i don't take so pre-workout at all can't do good. that it, it's exactly what you said you'd be up all night long yep i usually like, so right now exactly i'm doing like a stim free pre-workout like that's what i kind of do now so like it doesn't really have caffeine but dude even if like just getting the pump at night like i don't want to sleep i'm just then i'll be thinking on like ideas all night it's like because <laughs> mo most of my ideas come when i work out dude i'm, I'm in the morning mm -hmm. when i'm at the gym I like think of an idea for a video. I'll just, I'll write it down at the gym. Like, cause that's where like my, my mind is just like loose to do whatever it wants. Like yes. it's, 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 it's crazy, man. I find workouts and showers. That's when it's like, yeah. where's my phone? I got to write this that's down. Legit, man. That's seriously <laughs> it. That's when your mind can just go wherever it wants. <laughs> that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Oh, so, so last question I want to yeah. ask you. And then, you know, we're almost at 45 minutes, a little bit past, no, um, good. And then we'll do a part two in the future. Absolutely, man. We got to get Ben back up here. We all go grab drinks. But yeah, yeah no, definitely. We definitely have to. Uh, Ben's such a nice dude. He's great. He's awesome. Yeah, he's yeah. a lot of fun. He's a good dude. And it's uh -huh. cool because his brother's up here in Brooklyn, and now we all know each other. That's pretty – actually, that's funny. This is the first time I think we're really connecting and, and able to like – not in person yeah. yet, but we no, will. No, for sure, man. For um, sure. So so we I asked you about the biggest challenge as far as opening a practice. And obviously, there's a few there, but there are a lot of benefits. What's mm -hmm. the biggest benefit you found with being your own boss? Like how many days a week are you working? What are the hours? What are, yeah. give, me, give me a picture, paint a picture for me and, and, and listeners. For sure. What's the best thing you found by being the boss, the owner? So, so it's funny, man. Cause like, so two weeks before the doors opened to my office, right? Uh, about three, two or three weeks before we start booking appointments. Right. And at this point I was still expecting to keep another job an associateship on Tuesdays and Thursdays, which was in Hoboken. Right. And I was doing, I was crushing arches there. I was doing like a product producing like a madman. Right. I was doing awesome. And then like two or three weeks before I had patients who started calling that place and canceling to schedule at my office. So I get a phone call from her fires me on the spot. And I totally understand. I wasn't promoting myself, but these people followed me on Instagram. So they saw my office. They were just making the appointments. One of these people even called and went, I literally just goes, I'm scheduling with Dr. Nick at Limitless Dental. <laughs> and I was like, why did you do that? You got me fired. Dude. Yeah. What? <laughs> just, but I did it. I did like 10 veneers for him at that office. So like, I wasn't going to say anything to him. Right. Right. But like, it was one of a couple people who did that. I literally was like, I'm freaking out because now I'm like, how the heck am I going to sustain myself as I'm opening my office? But that's when the perks of social media come in. I'm making so much on social media that I can pay my mortgage and I can pay my cars. I can do pay these things just with that while I was maintaining. So like, One then it be, yeah, it, it dude, it just worked out really well. For, I got really lucky. You know, I started Monday, Wednesday, Friday at my office. Okay. If you're going to start a startup, always be open on at least Monday and Friday. You want to hit the emergencies before the weekend. You want to hit the emergencies after the weekend. Mm -hmm. And then obviously Wednesday's nice to have him in between. Right. So I did that Monday, Wednesday, Friday, just myself. Uh, actually, I started with a hygienist Monday, Wednesday. I'm sorry. The, the fortunate thing, we were so booked in the beginning that my schedule was booked and her schedule was booked. She was just Monday, Wednesday, me. I was just Friday. 
schedule is still kind of like that, but now we have hygienist Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'm looking to open up a fourth day and about two months, I'll probably bring my hygienist up full time. Um, you obviously need a day or two non-clinically to be able to, you know, mm -hmm. do, do the non, the business stuff. Right. And for me, like I produce enough in three, two and a half, it's about two and a half days that like, I don't even probably need the other two days to be honest with you, if I don't really want to do it. Um, but that's all obviously person to person. So like my schedule right now, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, clinical, uh, social media stuff I try to do on those days. Um, and that's pretty much where I am right now with, with the schedule. Right. And then hopefully four days within a couple of weeks or so we're, we're going to go towards. So Tuesday, Thursdays, what do you mean by clinical? So, so non, non-clinical Tuesday. Non-clinical. Okay. Yeah. So, so like right now, like I have my, um, receptionist, I always have had, so out of all my employees and I've been through a ton at this point, I think we got a great team now, but the receptionist was always working for me five days a week always because you need someone answering the phone calls all the time, right? When you're in new right. business, if you're not answering the phone calls, that is missed opportunities. I was just going over my numbers, dude. There's some months we're still missing 30, 40 calls a month, which is like, is not good. Right. But like, we're when? doing so well that yeah, dude, I don't, I, there's either calling on Sundays or they're calling a little after hours, or maybe they're just getting missed. And like, that, again, that's a system that I have to work on and like we're tracking and stuff, but it's just, you need someone always answering your phone. So as a startup, that's, that's the main person that you need five days a week. Everyone yep. else has been partial. The hygienist has been part-time assistants have been part-time. They're now going to full-time in like a week. I have two assistants that we're going to be starting with. Then, you know, it's just slowly gradual as the time goes on, start small, work yourself big. If you don't have any days non-clinical that you're not seeing patients, you're not going to be able to go to events. You're not going to be able to go to the, the farmer's market on Thursday to promote your event, right? Or the mm -hmm. farmer's market on Tuesday, or to make the phone calls or call the marketing agencies, or to be able to work on the systems, right? All those things you don't think about right now, but like they're the most important thing to do in the beginning because establishing your systems is going to be able what to get you out of the chair all the time. And right. like now our systems are starting to get good. Like I, my systems now versus when I started are so different. Like the checklists are different. Everything's different. But in the beginning, I was like, so nervous. I was like, I don't even know what to put on a checklist right now. Because like, mm. I don't know what really a front desk girl, like a receptionist like did. Right. I, I didn't right. really know. Um, but again, it just took time. I now have an office manager with me three days a week. Um, so like it's, it just is slowly evolving and a, a lot of pressure starting to get taken off me. So it's starting to feel yeah. a little bit better, but again, man, every day it's a, it's a constant grind. Like you're still, you still get nervous looking three weeks out, two weeks out. Mm -hmm. I mean, right now I'm lucky, dude, I'm booked out for the next three or four weeks, which like isn't good. Cause where a new patient's going to fit. That's when we're starting to think about the fourth day. Right. So like there's good things and bad things about being busy like that. You don't want to push new, new patients off too far, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. But Again, like making sure you have a good schedule, especially as a startup, is very important. You need to be there at least three days a week. You cannot half-ass it and do one or two days a week. I'm sorry, that's not going to work. Mm. You, you got you got to give it everything. Unfortunately, right? Unfortunately, right? So, yeah, yeah. And three days a week—that's, I mean, that's pretty good. And then the other two yeah. days, but can you work from home or do you have to be at the office Tuesday, so, Thursday? So usually, what I do on Tuesday, Thursdays, I usually still work out first thing in the morning. I get there at eight. 8 a.m. Uh, my receptionist obviously is there. Like today we actually had a full day team training. So we did like six hours of my whole team was there. Mm. And like, yeah, that sucks because I burned a lot of money today, but they helped with the systems. We clarified a lot of things. So hopefully that's going to save me money in the long run, right? But for sure, those, yeah. For sure. Like, but those are things that a lot of people aren't willing to do. Like if you think about it, you know, I was paying an office manager 60 an hour and paying a, a hygienist 60 an hour and paying $29 here and paying $28 there. That's mm. a whole day for all those people. That's not a cheap day by any means, right? No. With no. with zero money coming in. But again, it's long term, like like small steps, long, long vision, right? We're we're thinking hopefully all of this stuff is gonna work itself out. So Tuesdays I go in, I sit there with my receptionist, I do any sort of AR, anything that I can do to kind of help her get her job done. I sit there from eight to one. And then usually if I have any phone calls like this, I usually drive home like right before you had a phone call with one of like my mentors and then, you know, obviously you, and then I usually do that from home. I use log me in to be able to remote log into my office. I try not to be there all day on Tuesday, Thursdays, cause I am all day, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It, it beats you right. up a little bit when you're at the office all day. Yeah. Yeah. That's, ah, that's a good, that's a really good point. That's something yep. I got to consider.
take take the time right. try to do like the the virtual stuff as much as you can like even though dude like i said like when i left today i left my office manager there and my receptionist there for three hours by themselves like i can't just sit there and be like what are you guys doing like it's just like <laughs> I, you gotta hope that they're learning these systems and you know doing it themselves and unfortunately you have to build out dashboards and you have to build out things that you can monitor from afar because you'll never be able to get away from your office and let's say let's say you just want to be an owner doc and don't want to practice clinically how are you going to figure out if your office is doing well if you don't have dashboards you don't have excel sheets you don't have like all these things like built out you won't be able to yeah. do that if you don't start working on it in the beginning right right who who mentions those systems and processes that's lewis chen who's your mentor by the way if i can so ask. so i i have a few right like i i'm the word mentor I like hate because like I always felt I never had a mentor. I never felt like I did. I never like asked someone, will you be my mentor? Right? Like I always like felt weird, like doing that. So like mm. um, when I mean like mentor, I mean like someone who's like helping guide me in my direction. Right? Like, and again, he's the one who I'm using now is a, a Mark, Dr. Mark Howard, the passive income dentist. Okay. He, I gotta look he's, into that. Yeah. He, he's, he's starting to get a little bit more popular on IG, but he has run a few awesome offices. He is pretty much fully non-clinical now. He's running a tremendous office from remotely, right? And he had a hmm. few. He is great for me because like I'm a very type A high energy person and he has a lot of, about the flow and yoga and breathing techniques like he'll uh. even do breathing techniques with, with me on the phone before we jump into our my practice dashboards and he's helped me build out all of them too he's starting me small and he's expanding me we do bi-weekly calls action items and he's just like one of them right in the past i had clinical mentors and that was at like my old offices like yeah. i never went up to him was like you're my mentor right i was just like hmm. i was like following them at the office and just looking and like Hey, like I left the office after six months. So how can that really be my mentor if I was in and out? Like I said, I worked yeah. 14 offices. Like that means did yeah. I have 14 mentors? Some of them weren't good dentists. Some of them were good business people. Some of them mm. were good clinical, not good business. Like, so like, it's just, I don't know the word mentor to me. I always felt left out of that because like, I never wanted to ask. I didn't have a father or mother in dentistry who obviously is going to be your mentor yeah. straight out the gate. I didn't really right. have that. So like, I never felt comfortable like using that word or like asking someone. Sense. Yeah. Like, you know, I paid for my mentorship. I went to Coyce and graduated from Coyce, right? John Coyce is a mentor of mine, but I paid $150,000 to get that, that. You know what I mean? Like, so that's something you have to think about. Yeah, dude, it's a hundred, you know, the course load itself is probably 90 or hundred. If you tack on, you know, flights, if you tack on time missed from clinical, that's probably even more than 150 at that point, because every that's time I crazy. go, it's four to six days, every single time I went. Great. So it's two. best course I've ever taken in my life. It's the only, it's like, if anyone asks me, that is my number one course. And I had people ask me, is it worth it? I'm like, dude, I literally went from like drill and fill dentistry to full arch comprehensive on X treatment, literally like from learning what I've learned in this course, obviously mm. in supplement with what I was doing clinically with my yeah. mentors at the time, but I wouldn't have felt comfortable treatment planning these cases without his systems because voice yeah. teaches systems like he's a master at teaching systems mm. so if you use his systems you can do mostly anything right like i mm. follow his rules people will ask me where did you learn cosmetics and you know i was very fortunate to work for someone who um graduated larry rosenthal who was boys with him who worked for the rosenthal institute who yep. It was, I worked for him for two years. I thought that was going to be my forever home. So I learned how to sit chair side and use Luxaflow to make temporaries, literally chair side, do that. Like not many people have that skill to be able to do that. So like, yes, I was fortunate with that, but the rules I learned at Kois carry me forever because mm. I know there are certain things that I can bend and certain things I can break. There are certain things like I can be four millimeters from bone and certain things I can't be right. So like yeah. that has helped me like translate that to other aspects right because he didn't teach me how to drill an implant but his rules i follow them i gain the hand skills by working at other offices mm -hmm. and then i start to correlate it arch wide and now comprehensive dentistry just because of everything that i was taught there so like gotcha. without a doubt anyone who if you're looking to be like a clinical stud take either Kois, dawson spear one of the tracks you got to take one of them unfortunately mm -hmm. or you're not going to have a, a continuous line of thought building upon it, right? If you yeah, just take yeah. random courses here and there, I don't think you're going to have that 
flow. You're not going to have like that, that mental kind of, just like you're in school, they guide hmm. you through a curriculum. I think you need a curriculum to be able to get the most out of it. I know, I, I, trust me, I know. <laughs> the, 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 the dentistry they, they're teaching you in dental school is not real. It's not, the unfortunate thing is if they dental were school's you, a lot different. Yeah. It's a yeah. lot. Residencies, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Residency is a little bit better, right? But like, I got sick of residency after six months. I did a one-year GPR. I felt like I was done with it in four months. I was like, shit, like I got my speed now. Why the heck am I here? Like, yes, I still learn stuff, but like, you know, try teaching Coises occlusion, right? To mm. a fourth-year dental student. They will not get it, okay? I didn't right. even understand really occlusion in my fourth year. I didn't start Coises until two years after after residency because like i then i already had a little bit of real world experience right so like so you saw where it fit the pieces fit in yeah, yeah, they, yeah they started fitting in a little bit better because like i already had a little bit of experience of working at offices and doing some of these cases because like i don't think a fourth year dental student can handle the way that coist teaches like the envelope of function you know being parafunction dysfunction restricted like yeah. restricted none of those things are going to make any sense to a fourth year dental student, nor should they, they're not easy concepts to handle. Mm, so mm. take your, take your time, right? Take your time. Everyone wants to rush it. Got, it's got to, it's got to be learned over time. Yeah. And you got to take the C courses. You got to take these extra courses. You got to, and got to pick a, but ultimately mentoring, mentorship, mentoring is Me mentoring. Like I'm not, I'm not saying that like, I'm not like, I just never felt the great thing with the mentorship. Like, you know, I'll have people who call me mentor and all I do is just help them. Right. Like, I guess there's, different ways of defining what a mentor is. And you definitely need people to help you guide through the way, you know, yeah. I am $350,000 in the sea. 350 Ooh. guys. Like I don't drive a Mercedes. I drive a Mazda, <laughs> but I know I will get a Mercedes soon. It's just, and you I've own had, your practice. You own your work week. That's yeah. Like incredible. how did I buy, how did I buy my CT for my office? I sucked it up. Like I mm. like that wasn't mm. in my budget. That wasn't in my loan budget, nor was my trios five or my sprint ray 55 S that was all money that came from my pocket that I sucked up and didn't buy nice, nice stuff for. Right. So right. give and right. takes, give and takes, give and takes, man. So you're out of, and just, just to wrap it up, a little yeah. wind down. So yeah. you're at, were you ever living in Hoboken, Jersey city when you were in that area? Like, yeah, early I, I, lived on, in, I lived in Jersey city for about six or six years. So I, I, yeah, okay. I lived in, I lived in downtown Jersey city. I thought I was cool. My first year I'd worked in Manhattan for two years. So I worked in Manhattan for two years after residency. I was recruited from social media from a, a great practice. I still liked them. They were great. I just wasn't a Manhattan guy. I didn't like yeah. taking the path going in. I was just like, I thought I was going to be, but it didn't work out. And then after that, then I, you know, I still lived in Jersey city at the time I was there for six or seven years. And I met my girlfriend, we lived there for a few years. And then at one point we're like, we want more space. We need to get the heck out of here. And that was like a year ago when we moved over here. So I'm very familiar with the area up there. That's awesome. That, oh, that's yeah. a good area. Jersey city is beautiful. And it, it has been grew fast, getting, man. It was the COVID thing. The COVID thing, dude, every single day Everyone. we were getting new patients after I need to get the heck out of Manhattan. I was like, I get it. Right. And then yep. I think it was two years ago when the article came out, Jersey city was the number one uh, highest rent in the entire country. It beat out San Francisco, beat out Manhattan. The average rent was like $4,900 or something like that for a single. And it was number one in the country. Oh, Everyone was moving. Man. That's why I saw this as a hot spot, man. That's why I was like, I'm staying. Like, even though it was like, we yeah. got to wait. I was like, we're staying. Cause this is where everyone is moving with the high end numbers that I kind of want. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cause then you got the Jersey shore just South. You still got Manhattan right across the river. So close enough, man. I'm 15 yeah. minutes from Manhattan. I get patients who come to me from Brooklyn, <laughs> from the Bronx. Why aren't you going to somewhere oh. in Manhattan? No, I'm seriously dude. Every day. I'm doing a number eight implant on patient on Friday. Who's, who's coming from uh, Brooklyn to see me. Wow. Why, there's an, a million other dentists in Manhattan. Why are you driving all the way across? Again, it's brand building, man. It's getting recognition from people. It's get putting your ass to, to CE courses, meeting these other dentists who are going to refer you these people. That's all it is. Yep. Oh, yeah. I yep. think I think I see something developing here. Maybe we get a bunch of like the, the top well-known dentists that actually create content like yourself and we create our own ce one day like a like a like a different kind of thing oh, we'll, we'll talk about it we'll i figure it out i got some stuff coming out soon too um in the next year or so you, you guys you'll see you i got something more in the works with a couple other coist graduates i'm merging oh. with the i'm merging with the consulting company too they're going everything's going under the limitless brand 
Um, so that's going to be wow. exciting. I'm, I'm hoping to help a lot of, you know, I get questions asked all the time from like younger dentists. Right. And like, yeah. I wish I had the time to give all of these people like tremendous, like, you know, answers. It's just like the reality of it is I can't answer every comment. Right. I can't answer every like message and it's unfortunate, but what I'm hoping to do with this business that we got coming is be able to provide something that's not only clinical, but also front mm -hmm. desk and is going to be something for uh, dental students, new dentists, even existing dentists who, you know, want to learn the Kois ways and want to learn front desk, you know, our front desk person that the person that we're merging with has 35 years of experience consulting. So like we're bringing heavyweights into this. We have, a, we have a, a video person. We, we literally have seven or eight people that are going to be involved with this. And we're talking, in my opinion, the best of the best in each one of their respective fields. It so sounds like it. This is going to be I'm pumped, man. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so pumped for it. We're, we're building it out now. We're hoping to release January, if not earlier. But again, you know how much goes into the back end stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to release something with my name on it, my brand, unless it's ready, right? Unless it's like full, full speed. So of course, I'll be able to help a lot of people doing that. That was that was actually my next question. When is it going to yeah. release? So January or later? It's got to be good. So we're expecting a year to a year and a half. Uh, yeah, if, if not if not earlier, man, because like this consulting company that I'm merging with, they're ready to merge with me right now. It's just like I said, I got to build out the website, which we're starting to. We're already doing headshots. We're already doing all of that. We're getting we're getting like our polos. We're getting all like the merch that you oh, need wow. to be able for this. We already started filming video content for it, teaser trailers. Every, wow. like there's so many little things like a CRM, you have to get software, backend platforms to be able to follow up with your leads. Like mm. it's, there's a lot of things you don't like little think about, but like, you mm. know, it's, mm. everything's is important to make it look like it's a cohesive sort of, you know, yeah. business. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's good stuff. That's exciting, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. And I'm getting trademarked too. So no one else is going to be getting a limitless dental, hopefully in the entire country. <laughs> Let's go. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Congrats on that too. Okay. Well, so merging with it. It's going to be a little bit of time for the, for the trademark. So I hope no one tries to get in before I get in. Oh no, no. I mean, it's, it's a, a process, point, man. Yeah. yeah it, and what it, are they going to do? They're going to take your brand? No, you've been doing that I, for how long? You dude, know? I've, I've already had people try in Jersey in the past, in the past six months, I've gotten two or three messages from my financial, uh, my accountants and financial advisors that people were trying to get the DBA for limitless dental. Um, so like, I don't know how I haven't seen a limitless dental before. So like, I don't know if they saw me, but my people got notified. So that's mm -hmm. when I was like, we got to get a trademark now because I own the DBA trademarking is different trademarking is a not easy process and it's an expensive process too five to right. seven thousand that's going to protect you more than anything else too so exactly and nationwide too which is which is something which when you're in you social media you might need it right you, so you do yeah you definitely exactly. need that last last thing when's the wedding when's the wedding oh god um a year and a half, probably. Okay. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we 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 got time, man. I, I got a business to grow. I got a car to get. I want some other things first. Yeah. Before yeah. I start okay. paying for that. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that if you had a date on that yet, because that that would have been cool. Because because now we're next seeing September. Oh. That's that's the goal. Next September. Next next one. September. Yeah. 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 That makes sense because I'm just putting the pieces together. So you know, you're still in the growing phase. You're going to start growing. going on, and on a fourth day of the week. Then you got yep. the consulting merger that you're going to be releasing. Yep. yep. No, let's accept. You've got a, quite a roadmap ahead. You got a year and a half. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I, I'm moves. always thinking. I don't sleep. I just try to think. Of, <laughs> I just you're on fire, dude. Of, no, no. It's, it's, thank you, man. Like, I, I appreciate that. It's been um, for uh, the last thing I just want to leave people with. Like, Please. if you're going to do a startup, you need to effing know you want to do it. This has been the hardest thing I've ever done. And I've done a lot of hard shit in my life. This has been harder than anything I've ever done. And I don't even know I would recommend it to every single person now just because of the landscape of dentistry that's changing, that franchises are growing at a phenomenal rate and small private practices are dying. So like getting into it at this point, you have to know that you're going to be an entrepreneur and you have to know you're going to fight because there is no reason to put all your time and effort to just be taking home 300000 a year when you can do that as an associate. Okay. So like you have to know that you need to want to make more than that. And you have to be able to put in a lot of work to a be lot able more to do work that. Than that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know associates that make five or $600,000 a GP. I was at that point at some, at some point. Okay. It sucked. I grinded my ass off, but it didn't suck as much as what I've been doing in the past six or seven months with what, what I've a year, two years that I've dealt with, with my office.
So, oh, 100%. Keep I that in mind, mind, people. Yeah. Keep I would mind. say it's That's a safe saying. bet where opening a dentist office, especially, in, like you said, in today's landscape, it's such an uphill battle. It yep. can't be your first, you can't be a virgin business owner where you're going to open up a no, dental brace. You should have at least one or two projects yep. underneath your belt so you know you when need, to suck you, it you up, need a right? team you need a team too and man team. like that's like mm. I, i've been very even though my parents are in, in dentistry right they've helped me so much my my fiance's helped me with the design of the office like i've had so much help from so many people that if i didn't have that i don't know how i would have be where i am right now and like i don't want to say i'm successful yet because there's so much more t things i want to do but we're getting there and i wouldn't have been able to do that if it was just me so like you need to find the team around you to be able to do that. Well, that's really nice of you to say too. Well, you know what, Dr. Nick, you are successful and you are a mentor no, to me as well, you. being thank that we're you, talking man. about that. It's humble for you to say very modest, but don't sell thank yourself you. short. And yeah. you know, if you're not proud of yourself, I'm proud of you too. I want to say <laughs> that you. as well. Definitely. Thank you. I appreciate that. And like I said, man, I know that your time is coming very, very soon. If you need any help with any sort of the startup process, again, I'm, I've been through the process. I'm happy to help in any way I can. And for anyone else listening, the same goes to everyone else. So thank you. Thank you. No problem. And we'll man. be no in touch. Problem. We'll be in touch. We're going to have a part two. Dude, we'll, we'll touch base soon, man. All right, man. Well, thanks again, man. I appreciate you taking the time. Awesome, man. Have a good one. All right, all right brother. You too. See ya.